Okay, hey guys, what's going on? And welcome back to Onwards and Upwards, the podcast where we talk about all things health, wellness, productivity, and pretty much everything in between. My name is Hope if you're new, and I'm super excited that you're joining me today. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. And I'm really excited to be talking to you guys today all about how to set healthy boundaries with social media. I think that I have a fairly unique perspective on this. I was somebody who never really used social media, and now I essentially use it all the time. I pretty much went from being somebody who didn't post often to social media. I just kind of would put the random birthday post out there. I didn't really scroll on anything. And now I'm in a position where I essentially do social media as a part-time job. And there's really just something to that dynamic of going from somebody who didn't use social media that often to somebody who now has thousands and thousands of followers and uses it on almost a professional basis. So I think I have a pretty unique perspective on it. And I really just want to share with you guys how I've been able to set healthy boundaries with social media, both in a personal sense and then from the perspective as somebody who essentially posts to social media as a job. I think that sharing my life online and seeing others share their lives online is just such a cool thing to experience. I feel like I've grown so many relationships and friendships with people that I never would have gotten to know if it wasn't for social media. And I really do think that there is such a beautiful part of that. But the other aspect of social media is the doom scrolling. It's the spending hours and hours on your phone when you should be doing something else or when you could be doing something else. And I think there's just a discussion that we need to have around this. How can we set healthy boundaries with social media to where we can still get the benefits of it and we can still interact with other people, but social media doesn't become something that essentially rules over our life. And I think that setting that boundary early on is what will give you kind of the most benefits to it as a whole. Let's go ahead and dive right into it. In today's world, social media media is really an integral part of our lives, whether it be connecting with family members who live across the country or maybe with your old best friend from middle school. It can be a really great way to stay connected and informed with people who we love and know, but it can really also be a source of stress and anxiety. I think one of the key ways we can reduce these negative effects is by setting healthy boundaries with social media. So today that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to explore what healthy boundaries are, why they're important, and how you can start to set them specifically with social media. Let's start by asking the question, what are healthy boundaries. Healthy boundaries refer to the limits we set for ourselves in various areas of our lives. These limits essentially help us maintain our mental and emotional well-being as well as our physical health. And boundaries are really going to look different for everyone. The boundaries that I set for myself might look different from boundaries that you consider acceptable. So it really is something that you want to think through and decide what best suits you and your life. When it comes to social media, healthy boundaries involve setting limits on the time we spend on these platforms, the types of content we consume, and also how we interact with others online. When I first started to realize that I was spending too much time on social media, I had a hard time accepting that fact. Now, bear in mind, this is now something that I do as a part-time job. So I usually try to justify my time on social media with statements like, well, I need to do it for work. Well, I need to keep up with current trends. Well, I need to this, that, I need to engage, whatever, whatever it might be. That's kind of what I used to justify my actions with. And so I really had to take a step back and ask myself, how is my personal life benefiting by this time I'm spending on social media? And when I asked myself that question, I usually found that I reach a limit every single day where once I spend that much time on social media, anything more than that is unnecessary. Anything more than that usually is something where I find myself scrolling late at night or scrolling in bed in the morning, and it doesn't really add value into my life. And really realizing that 
and addressing it head on is what helped me beat that phone addiction and also set boundaries with social media at the same time. I'll be the first to admit that my screen time used to be really, really high and it wasn't something that I always viewed as a problem. Even when I wasn't posting to social media from a professional perspective, it was still something where I just would find myself scrolling and it wasn't always educational content that made me feel good. A lot of the content that I used to consume really just would stress me out or it would make me compare myself and it just wasn't overall healthy. It wasn't something that was adding positively into my life and so that's kind of how I recognized that I needed to set a boundary in the first place. So if you find yourself wandering and you find yourself scrolling and you find yourself thinking those thoughts of comparison, of jealousy, of just anything that makes you feel icky inside, I want you to stop yourself where you're at and address, is social media causing me to feel any sort of negative emotion? And if the answer is yes, then that needs to be a boundary. You need to set a boundary before you ever get to that point, and that's really what I want to help you guys do. It's also really important to note that I mentioned that it's not only how much time we spend on social media, but it's also what content we consume. This wasn't something I realized was a problem for me until I started to address my following list. If I were to follow somebody who didn't make me feel the best about myself, or maybe kind of somebody who encouraged things that weren't in line with what I was in line with at that moment in time, I think that either unfollowing them or putting them on mute is a great way to set a healthy boundary. We're going to be going more into depth in that later on, but I really just wanted to define what healthy boundaries are to you, and I would really encourage you to sit down, reflect on yourself, and understand why boundaries are important to you and what those might look like. If you just listened to that whole conversation about what healthy boundaries are and you find yourself feeling like, oh, I don't really need those, I'm fine the way I am, that doesn't sound like it relates to me. Then I really want you to hear this next part. So we're going to be talking about why healthy boundaries are important to begin with. I've outlined three main reasons why setting healthy boundaries with social media is so important. Number one, excessive use of social media has been linked to anxiety, depression, and other mental health issues. By setting limits on our social media use, we can also reduce the risk of those negative effects. And clearly, I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a therapist, so I'm not here to say that if you stop using social media or if you set boundaries with it, all of your mental health-related issues will go away. I'm not saying that. But speaking from personal experience only, since that's all I have to go off of, I find that when I spend too much time on social media consuming maybe too much news or just things that generally cause anxiety, I feel more anxious throughout the day. Or maybe if I'm lacking a boundary with how much time I spend on social media and it prevents me from getting up and doing the things I actually need to do, it ends up making me feel really anxious about it, or I can start to feel like I might be a little bit more upset than usual. A great example of this is when I start scrolling in the morning. I usually find that if I start on my phone and I'm just like on it in the morning while I'm in bed waiting to wake up a little bit more, those mornings never go as well for me. And I really do think it is because I sat there scrolling for a little bit too long. So a boundary I set for myself was saying, hey, I can't be on my phone in the morning. It's not good for my mental health. It makes me anxious and upset early in the morning and I don't want that life for myself. So I recognized that negative emotion and I set a boundary right there. I said, okay, no phone in the morning and I really have to respect that in order to respect myself. And going off of that, the second reason why setting healthy boundaries with social media is so important is because it can really be a source of stress and negativity. It's all too 
too easy to get caught up in comparing ourselves with others, feeling the pressure to present a certain image, or being exposed to negative comments and messages. I've been pretty open with you guys in explaining that I've been insecure for most of my life. I really struggle with self-love, I struggle with comparison, I struggle with insecurity, and it's been something that I've had to really intentionally work towards in order to kind of improve my overall self-image. And social media had a huge, huge impact on that, and this is something that I'm not really alone in. There's tons of studies out there that show a link to a, you know, increase in insecurity in young teens and impressionable people and social media. That's just something that they are connected to. And growing up and seeing all these models and all these Instagram people who were perfect all the time was really difficult to compare yourself to because I was sitting there like, oh, okay, like I don't really have straight hair and I don't have the perfect makeup and I don't have the perfect body. So how do I fit into this world. And feeling that sense of pressure to present yourself a certain way or to look a certain way can really do a number on your self-esteem. So that's the second reason why setting healthy boundaries with social media is so important. It can really help reduce those feelings. And last but not least, setting boundaries with social media can help us be more present and mindful in our daily lives. Instead of constantly checking on our phones or scrolling through feeds, we can really focus on the people and activities that matter most to us. This was another driving factor for me when I was looking at setting boundaries with social media and really with my phone in general. I found myself reaching for my phone even if no notification went off, even if it didn't buzz. I was just kind of reaching for it to look for updates, to look for what's going on, to see if I missed out on anything. And it became something where it was almost compulsive. I would just kind of reach for my phone, pick it up and start scrolling, or I would go just kind of through my messages. It was something that I don't think would have been sustainable for me long term. And I really don't think it is for any of us. We all need to be able to be present and mindful in the present moments and our phones and social media can really inhibit that. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, my biggest kind of addiction to my phone really was because of social media. It wasn't because of any other app on my phone. I really, like every time I was picking up my phone, it was to go on Instagram, it was to go on TikTok or go on YouTube. Those were the apps that I was reaching for the most and they weren't really adding any sense of fulfillment into my life. So I knew that deep down, I want to be somebody who is able to be present in the moment, not worrying about what's going on with somebody else or, you know, somewhere else. Being present where I am at that very moment was important to me. And I think that when we set healthy boundaries with social media, it makes it way more achievable to do so. Okay, so we've talked about what healthy boundaries are and also why they're so important. So now let's get into how to actually set them with social media. After I realized I wanted to set boundaries with social media, my next question was, how the heck am I going to do that? Where do I start? What do I need to do? What do I need to prepare? What do I need to kind of plan for? And also another question that I asked myself was, hey, how do I make sure that this sticks? Because something that I really struggled with in the past is committing to a habit or a goal or a new lifestyle and it not being something that I commit to on a day-to-day -day basis. Just like with any new habit, it takes time to form it. So my main question was, how do I make sure that these healthy boundaries that I'm setting with social media are something that I actually enforce every single day. The first step to setting healthy boundaries with social media is to assess what your day-to-day -day life looks like. How much time are you spending on social media? What types of content do you consume? How do you feel when you're using social media? Take note of these factors so you can identify areas where you need to set boundaries. If you guys remember what I mentioned earlier about that negative emotion thing, every time you feel a negative emotion when you're on your phone or when you're on social media, take that as a red flag. If you're scrolling one night and you start to feel a certain way, you start to feel icky, you start to feel anxious, you start to feel any sort of negative emotion, 
put a red flag on whatever it is you were just doing. Let's say that you were scrolling one night and you came across this video that didn't make you feel the best about yourself. If you start to feel that negative emotion, take note of that. Mark it as a red flag on your notes app or somewhere where you can write it down. And I really want you guys to start keeping track of every single time you feel negatively while on social media. And this also goes for how much time you spend on social media. If you're on your phone for 15 minutes, how are you feeling after those 15 minutes are over? And then compare that to those times when you're on your phone for an hour and how you feel after that hour. I would really recommend that you write this all down somewhere. I'm definitely somebody who will forget how they felt a few days ago. I don't remember exactly like what videos I saw, what emotions they brought up in me. And so by keeping a list on my phone's notes app, it makes it really easy for me to look back on and be like, oh, that was a red flag. And the more and more of those you get, the more and more you'll be able to identify what specific areas you need to set boundaries in. Moving on to number two, once you've assessed your habits, it's time to define your boundaries. Now, this might include setting a time limit for social media each day, avoiding certain types of content, or limiting your interactions with certain people online. I have a couple of bits of advice for this, especially if you're somebody who struggles with holding yourself accountable. I actually had my boyfriend set my screen time password. That way I wouldn't be able to bypass it myself. I found that when I set it myself, I would be like, oh, I worked really hard today. I deserve an extra 15 minutes of scrolling. When in reality, I was really just crossing the boundary that I knew was good for myself. So by having another person step in and help me be accountable, it really was helpful for me. So maybe if you have a partner or a friend you trust or a family member, have them write your screen password somewhere and then you can use that to kind of hold yourself accountable if you're trying to do a time limit on social media. And obviously this doesn't have to be a forever type of thing. It's just something to help you break that initial habit because once I found that I was able to break being on my phone so often, it was a lot easier for me to just not think twice about it in the future. And when it comes to defining your boundaries with certain types of content, I would really encourage you to go through your followers list and go through and just get rid of things that don't make you feel amazing. And it's important to mention that the boundaries you create are also subject to change. And so one of my favorite tips for specifically Instagram is the mute function. If somebody's making content that you just don't have the capacity for right now, that you don't think is healthy for you to consume right now, but you also don't want to unfollow that person for whatever reason, you can just put them on mute. And that's something that I found to be particularly really helpful. I think that sometimes it's like, oh, you're friends with this person, but maybe they just create content that you're sensitive to right now. There's no shame in just muting them for the time being and then kind of unmuting them later down the line. But also don't be afraid to just unfollow people who you're not in line with right now. You know, like I said, your boundaries and what you feel about life, those things are going to change. So you can always come back later, follow them again, do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like you really need to prioritize yourself and that's what's going to help you do that. You also really want to be specific about what your boundaries are so you can continue to hold yourself accountable. Like I mentioned, you can also find another person you trust to work with you on this. I think that by having another person there, it's just that added level of accountability, especially if you feel like you'll break that yourself. And there's absolutely no shame in that. I mean, I was bypassing my screen time amount because I felt like, you know, why not? But in reality, I wasn't doing myself any favors. So by having another person write my screen time password, it just makes it so that I am almost forced to hold myself accountable. And that brings us to number three, communicate your boundaries. If your social media use involves interacting with others, like posting updates or commenting on other people's posts, let them know, you know, let them know that you're setting limits on social media use and then ask for their support in respecting those limits. An example of this might be your friend sends you a bunch of TikToks or a bunch of just different videos or posts for you to see, but you've reached your limit for that day. So you have to kind of tell them, hey, I'm going to watch this video tomorrow, but I'm not going to forget about it. I got kind of insecure when I was talking to my friends about how I was setting kind of limits for myself on social media because I feel like it admits to 
to having a problem. And not that spending time on social media is like the worst problem to have, but it definitely was something that was negatively impacting me. And I kind of felt ashamed at how much time I was spending online and on my phone. And I really found that just by communicating that I was struggling with kind of like being on my phone too much and I was feeling like it was making me anxious and just upset more often. When I told my friends and my partner that, they were like, no, like I feel like I felt the same way. Let's do it together. And so if you could communicate your boundaries with other people, there's a high chance that your friends or your family or your whatever, they're probably feeling a similar way. So if you can find somebody to kind of go at this together with, it makes the whole process way more enjoyable. Number four, use tools and apps. There are so many tools and apps available to you that can really help you set these healthy boundaries with social media. For example, you can use apps to track your social media use and remind you to take breaks, or you can use features with social media platforms to filter out certain types of content. Whatever it is that you choose to do, I really want to remind you just to look back on your boundaries and why you wanted to set them in the first place. I personally wanted to set a boundary with social media because I found that when I was kind of posting to Instagram and TikTok as more of a job than I was just for enjoyment. I felt really disconnected from hobbies that I used to really enjoy because instead of reading, I was scrolling on TikTok and instead of, you know, doing art, I was on Instagram. And I kind of asked myself the question, which one of those two options would give me more joy, would give me more fulfillment. If I could scroll on TikTok or read a book, which one would leave me feeling happier? And nine times out of 10, the answer is reading a book. If I could go and paint for a little bit or go on Instagram, which one would leave me feeling a little bit happier? And again, nine times out of 10, the answer is going and painting for a little bit. Asking yourself those questions and reaffirming your answers really can help support your use of those tools and apps that you then go out and use. So if you find an app that reminds you to take breaks when you're on social media or reminds you when maybe you've spent a certain amount of time on it, you can kind of remind yourself like, oh, hey, like I've reached my limit on social media. Now it's time for me to go and pursue something else. Now it's time for me to go and read a book. I can go do some painting, whatever it might be for you. I would encourage you to use any tools that you have at your disposal to kind of encourage you to go back into reality and exit social media. And that brings us to our fifth and final tip, which is to find time for other things like new hobbies instead of being on social media. I think that one of the best ways to break a bad habit is to replace it with a good one. And this obviously applies to setting healthy boundaries with social media as well. Let's say that you set a boundary to only be on your phone for 30 minutes a day, but you're kind of asking yourself, I have all this free time at the end of my day. What do I do now? I think that a lot of times we go to our phones and social media as a source of relaxation. We kind of look at it as, oh, I worked a really hard day. Why don't I just take a second to unwind and just scroll for a little bit. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that in moderation, but the key word there being moderation. So we kind of need to find other things that we can fill our time with instead of being on our phones. Hence, finding a new hobby. I think that by breaking your bad habit and then creating a better one from it, like, you know, pursuing a hobby instead of spending time on your phone, can be a really great way to make sure that you maintain that boundary and then replace it with something that actually brings kind of fulfillment and it's beneficial to your life. I personally found that in bullet journaling, there is just so much to always do in your journal. There's so many spreads you can make and I find it to be a really good balance between being able to do something that feels semi-productive and artistic at the same time. I would really encourage you to find something that fills that time for you. Maybe if you're somebody who typically scrolls on their phone at night, you can start reading on like a Kindle or a paper book or whatever works for you. Find something to fill that time and it's going to make it a lot easier to actually maintain that boundary in the future. All in all, setting healthy boundaries with social media is a really important step in maintaining our mental and emotional well-being. By assessing our current habits, defining our boundaries, communicating them to others, 
using tools and apps and replacing old habits, we can reduce the negative impact of social media on our lives and focus on what truly matters. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so, so much for listening. I honestly really appreciate it. If you enjoyed today's podcast, feel free to rate it over on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It would really mean a lot to me and it also helps the podcast get out to more people who might benefit from it as well. But thanks again for listening and I'll talk to you guys all next time on Onwards and Upwards.